0: everybody, this is Pastor Phil, the Full of Life Ministries. People of God, I am so to the moon that you can't even see me. (laughs) Listen, the Lord is truly faithful and he continues to pour out blessings upon blessings upon blessings upon blessings. I'm hoping that you're having a fantastic week thus far. And before I get started, I want to announce that yours truly, Pastor Phil, is officially retired. (laughs) Yes, 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 33 years of service. It's been a wonderful journey. I'm honored to receive so much love from my co-workers and friends on my last day at the company that I worked for. You see people of God the Lord allowed me to work for Home Depot and down through the years I have been blessed to connect with so many individuals that have brought a ray of sunshine into my life. But it's true it is a bitter sweet ending but I'm really excited for the next. It was one of the most difficult decisions that I ever had to make because you have to understand something, people of God. There are many of my friends (laughs) and they are my friends that listen to this podcast each week. (laughs) And I know that that they didn't want me to leave. I get it. (laughs) And I hear you. But they also know that I must pursue what the Lord has placed in my heart. Yeah, it's true. I'm gonna miss all of my friends from there. They are the nicest people you can ever meet. I'm touched by their outpouring of love. Ooh, I wish you were there the last day on the job. It was spectacular. I didn't see this coming <laughs> they made me feel so special all of the well-wishers stopped by whether customers or associates and they thanked me for what i was able to sow into their lives people of god it was one of the most special moments of my entire life and their words that they shared with me about me. It moved me to tears. There was one associate that told me something that blew my mind. I was just, you know, walking down the aisles, doing my job, and they came over and told me that down through the years that we worked together and the things that I was able to impart into their life. It changed their life forever and I was blown away I did not know this but their words their words showed me how special God is you see my goal while I was an associate there was to shine the light of Jesus and to be as consistent in my actions, behaviors and to consistently live a disciplined life that's pleasing to God. I wanted to provide a seasoning salt, <laughs> a flavor that cre- created a taste for God. You see, my goal was to love on everybody and that his goodness would always pour out an aroma that brings smiles and laughter to those who needed a boost in life. And all I could say to all of this, to God be the glory, to God be the glory. You see on my last day there, magic happened. The work that you put in is based on not the items that you sell but the the conversations and the connections that you make with people. Connections are vital. Having a consistent positive attitude makes for opportunities of success. And what I learned from God is his infinite wisdom. God's infinite wisdom. I'm always told that I'm full of wisdom. (laughs) and the only reason that I'm full of wisdom is I made a lot of mistakes in my life (laughs) and the Lord had to show me the error of my ways and that I would teach others not to make the same mistakes (laughs) there are two scriptures that I wanted to share with you that deal with God's wisdom and how we are to be the light of the world okay so the first scripture comes from the book of James the book of James chapter 3 verse 17 and it says heavenly wisdom centers on purity peace gentleness deference Mercy and other good fruits untainted by hypocrisy. I want to read that scripture one more time. Heavenly wisdom centers on purity, peace, gentleness, deference, mercy and other good fruits untainted by hypocrisy. Now, listen, what I discovered from God is that in order to be effective in this life, I had to pursue his wisdom for my life. You see, people of God, just because a person who's elderly doesn't mean that they live their life as a wise person. (laughs) I found this out real quick. So wisdom is not based on age or status cannot be purchased monetarily. Wisdom cannot be demonstrated unless the person opens or avails themselves to this precious gift. So here in the book of James, it says, heavenly wisdom, which means the right use or exercise of knowledge, centers on purity. Now listen, purity is freedom from anything that contaminates. Purity is the equality of being faultless, uncompromised, or unadulterated. Pure water is free from any other substances. Pure gold has been Refined to such a degree that all dross has been removed. And a pure life is one in which sin no longer determines the choices one makes. So the Bible says wisdom centers around purity. It it also centers around peace. Heavenly wisdom also centers around being completely complete and whole through God. When you live your life that brings joy to the hearts of people, wisdom will be demonstrated. Proverbs uh, 12 and 20 says, deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil. But those who plan peace have joy. And in James 3.17, it goes on to say, Heavenly wisdom also centers around deference. Not difference, but deference. Showing regard demonstrating genuine respect for others we all need to provide respect respect in order to gain respect and the last pieces to heavenlys wisdom is mercy and other good fruits untainted by hypocrisy people of god mercy is a love that responds to human need in an unexpected or unmerited way. Mercy provides good fruits, good fruits that nourishes people back to a way of life that's honorable, that creates an atmosphere where love becomes the norm rather than the exception. The key lesson that I learned from God is something that's tainted, something that's been contaminated or altered by hypocrisy can create a side effect that has a bitter taste and can never be appreciated or embraced. People of God, we, can walk in the wisdom of God if we choose to do so. But the next verse ties into why wisdom and light go hand in hand. It's found in the book of St. John, chapter 8, verse 12. And it says, Jesus spoke to them, and he's speaking to us, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 33 years of service. The Lord was instructing me to live by this teaching and to demonstrate that following Jesus, praying each day for his wisdom, Operating under his power. Not falling for the many temptations that could make me a hypocrite. Studying his word. Understanding my responsibility to be a role model for Jesus. And when I did this, magic happened. (laughs) God has blessed me. And he will continue to bless you as long as you let your light shine and to walk and talk and seek his heavenly wisdom for your life. In Jesus name, amen and amen. (laughs) All right, let's get into today or tonight's episode. This episode makes me smile. Can you see my smile through this microphone? OK, I hope so. <laughs> People of God, have you ever lost something? Have you ever lost something, whether it was your keys or your wallet or some jewelry or tickets to the ball game? Losing things can create an unnecessary attack on your peace. <laughs> it could drain you. It can have you in a panic. It can have you go through a laundry list of possibilities that can happen if someone will get a hold of your prized possessions. (laughs) Let me tell you a story on my last day at work. It was a great day. Fantastic day. Everything was going great. But at the end of my day, at the end of my shift, there was a moment there was a moment when I was given to me something valuable that I needed to protect it. And if I were to lose this valuable thing, it could have a potential long-term effect on me and my family's lives. Can you believe it? The next day, getting ready to get to to study, prepare myself for the podcast. And, you know, normally I usually get up in the morning to prepare for our podcast. And sure enough, sure enough, the item that was given to me came up missing. Uh-oh. <laughs> you see, people of God, I placed the item in my pocket. <laughs> and then I took it out of my pocket and placed it next to my bed. And I accidentally knocked it off the table. And listen, man, I searched the room. I couldn't find it. My wife also looked. She couldn't find it. It's so a long story short. It had fallen between the bed and the table. Just within a few minutes, panic, worry, fear the what-ifs popped up into my head. But I knew that I had to keep looking. I had to keep searching because of the importance that this item provided for my family. And so the, the Lord right here invited me to talk about it's important to recover things that are important so you can have the peace of mind and to make sure that you place it where it belongs so no one or nothing can rob you of the joy that only God can provide. And so tonight or today's episode is entitled, it's entitled, Recover What's Been Lost. Recover What's Been Lost. People of God, if you're, play, if you're paying close attention to the news, you can see that a world is individuals trying to recover their identity, looking for peace that they had at one time in their life, searching for love in all the wrong places, trying to quickly recover from the time that they lost when they made a decision to take certain drugs and make those drugs a priority for their life. But because of the abuse of the drug, they find themselves starting over in life. And there are always opportunists that will invade your space and take advantage of you When you were most vulnerable, they stole something from you that maybe you took for granted. And now you are standing in uncertainty, worried about your future goals and aspirations. Tonight's episode or today's episode is just for you. The good news about all of this is that God can help you recover what's been lost so you can learn from your mistakes or learn about the purpose behind the so-called loss. Before we continue, before we continue, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled Recover What's been lost. Hi everyone. I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast and I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So, thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. We are back. And so let's get into today or tonight's episode entitled, Recover What's Been Lost. Let's go straight into the word of God and we'll be reading from the book of St. Luke chapter, fir- chapter 15 verses 8 through 10. That's St. Luke chapter 15 verses 8 through 10. And as always, I'm reading this from the voice translation. And it says, imagine a woman who has 10 silver coins. She loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the whole house and search diligently until that coin is found? And when she finds it, doesn't she invite her friends and neighbors and say, celebrate with me. I found that silver coin that I lost. Can't you understand? There is joy in the presence of all God's messengers over even one sinner who changes his or her way of life. You see, people of God, in this passage of scripture, Jesus is addressing the minds of people who can't quite understand why Jesus would be hanging around things that are not considered of any value. There were tax collectors who were considered horrible people because they would steal so much from the people that they were feared by many. They were considered ritually unclean. And there were also sinners who drew near to Jesus Recognizing that they had been living, living in weakness, living beneath their means, struggling through life because of bad choices. They saw something in Jesus that could possibly give to them a sense of purpose and meaning. And if you read verses one through two in the chapter of St. Luke, chapter 15. You see these Pharisees and scribes complaining about why would Jesus want to hang out with these type of people and even have a meal with them? The beauty of this text is that Jesus loves everybody. He loves me. He loves you. He loves the whole wide world. The key to this passage of scripture is that when you have lost your identity when you have worked your whole life and yet you find that there's something missing a void a missing ingredient that can give and this person can come and give you give your life meaning you will look for an answer you will search for an answer you will search to recover what you lost the good news here is that Jesus is not a answer, but he is the answer. So number one, in order to recover something, in order to recover something, you have to know that you lost something. <laughs> Pretty simple. And in the story, Jesus provides a parable, a story for these men who did not even know that they were lost. They were lost because of their titles. They had no clue how shallow they were because they thought that they knew just as much as Jesus. We have to be willing to be open to his teachings so you can recover what you actually have lost. Get your identity back. Don't hide behind a title. Don't think that you're all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> know that you lost something and go to the person who can help you recover what you lost. Number two, in order to reco- recover what's been lost, you have to turn on his light. You have to turn on his light. You see, in those days, the house had very little light. And this woman had 10 coins. Each represented a day's wages. She lost one coin. And in today's time that the one coin estimated value was worth about $100. So she had $1,000, but she lost that one coin that was worth $100. Can you imagine the panic? Can you hear the words coming out of her? Did I misplace it or did I drop it? Has someone taken it? This was enough to send a person into a panic. Where, where could it be? Now for me, I'm guessing that Looking for something in the dark would be a waste of time. Hmm. Yet that is what we do when we have lost ourselves. We look for it in the dark. Hanging around the wrong people. Receiving the wrong advice. Trying different remedies. Searching for instant gratification in dark places only never to find what you lost. It says right here, she turned on the light. She turned on her lamp to get better visibility. It helped her not to stumble in the dark, looking for something that's been given to her. So when you turn on God's light, When you turn on God's light, when you study his word, he will be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. This is found in Psalms 119 verse 105. Number three, in order to recover what's been lost, you have to sweep the whole house. You have to sweep the whole house. This woman understood that sweeping just a portion of the house would not help her find her valuable coin. Sweeping the whole house represents not overlooking an area that, that's in need of addressing. The coin was, was small and did not lose its value simply because it's been misplaced or hidden. The value comes back when you cover Or uncover every possibility of recovering by sweeping every part of your heart. Because the Lord wants you to be diligent into finding out what you lost. He gave it to you. The Lord gave you something special. So make the effort. He gave you someone that you can love. But for some reason you've lost what he gave you. Do this. Sweep the whole house of your heart. Sweep the whole house of your heart and make sure that you did everything possible to recover the love that that has gotten away from you. Now, Jeremiah 29th chapter verse 13 says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And when you find God, you will recover everything that's been missing. Number four, celebrate with your with others. Celebrate with others what you've lost. This is called testifying of what God has provided for you. And it's okay to share with others how you were able to find God in the midst of losing yourself. Through your testimony, you can give solutions to others how to find what's missing in their lives. This coin was intended for this woman because it became an opportunity for this coin to add more value because the story was shared to her neighbors. And this can refer to someone who's near To you or dear to you, and they need an awakening to their soul, a refreshing to their spirits, a renewed mindset when apathy has dominated their lives, only to only to be shackled to their past mistakes. So celebrate with others what you have lost. And that you found it. Lastly, in order to recover what's been lost, you have to be diligent. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. You have to draw near to the Lord and believe that he exists. The joy that you are desperately searching for, this exists because he exists. The peace that's missing in your life exists because the Lord exists. The love that you desire exists because God exists. And when you diligently seek God, you will discover and renew the things that's missing in your life. And so in closing, it says here in our passage of scripture that there is joy in the presence of all God's messengers over even one sinner who changes his way of life. So changing the way you live, understanding your significance when it comes to your value. All of God's messengers, his angels, celebrate when you recover the gift that God has provided for you. And this gift is named Jesus. And when you grab a hold of the ways of God through his son, Jesus, You will make every effort to become everything that the Lord wants you to be. People of God, make the time, make the effort. And when you do, you will never be the same. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We thank you for all that you do. Each and every day, you are our provider you know what's missing in our life. You know what's been lost in our life. You know that we are not as valuable as we should be. So in the name of Jesus, everything that we've lost, O oh God, through sin, through bad choices, bad decisions, help us to recover your joy, your peace, your promises. Help us to recover your the things that you have purposed for our lives. Help us to reclaim what we've lost. Help us not to just accept being in the dark. Help us to turn on your light so we can see our way clear. So Lord God, I pray for every listener under the sound of my voice from all over the world that they will embrace you and that they will be diligent about seeking what you have in store for them, O oh God. Help us to always remember that we cannot lean to our own understanding, that we can't use any other method or schemes in trying to find out who we are and whose we are. We love you, O oh God, and as you work on us, we promise you we will give you, we will give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And we ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight. Today or tonight's episode entitled, Recover What's Been Lost. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If you guys are really enjoying the podcast, please share this podcast. It is making a difference. I thank you for your generosity. I thank you for your love. Let's continue to do this in Jesus name. And let's continue to pursue everything that God has in store for us. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, it is fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we will do our very best to help you, to provide for you solutions to life's challenges once again this is pastor phil with full of life ministries we appreciate what you're doing please be led to give financially to our ministry so we can make a difference in the world i know that you can and i know that you will so whatever god places on your heart to give it's good enough because now god's fingerprints are on your financial contributions to this ministry Full of Life Ministries. Once again, this is Pastor Philip Full of Life Ministries. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.